podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to episode two of the Dream Team Professor podcast. Today we're going to be just recapping the game week eight fixtures that took place over the weekend, including the Monday night fixture of Leicester versus Nottingham Forest. I just wanted to let you know as well that this is taking place before the European fixtures on Tuesday night. Uh, so let's get started then with the North London derby. As an Arsenal fan, I was pretty happy with the 3-1 result. Um, I did think that it was going to be it was going to be a game of goals. And most of the North London derbies are. But yeah, Spurs tried to keep it quite tight. I think the, the red card did change things. And uh, yeah, I'll get on to that though. With um, Emerson Royale being in the majority of my team, it was, it was a bad game to get started with for me. But um, yeah, I just took some notes down and... Yeah, Granit Xhaka got another attacking return in that game. Uh, that takes him to two goals and three assists uh, this season already, which I think is already one of his um, best returns for Arsenal so far. And you can really see that it's benefiting him to play in that more attacking role. I've put down that Jesus has done it in another big game. Um, because Personally, I've, I've taken him out of the majority of my teams. I started with him, him in all of them and I, I took him out ahead of this run because it was going to be Spurs, Man City, which got cancelled, and then Liverpool. And quite honestly, I, I didn't think he was going to be returning in those games. So, yes, surprised me that he got a return in this one. Got a goal and star man here. Um, that takes him up to five goals, three assists, and two star mans so far. Um, I, I'd be tempted to go against it and against what I'm about to say and bring him in for the following games, but he's still on a bit of a tightrope with the yellow cards. He's still one yellow away from suspension. Um, I think he's on four now, so four yellow cards. So, yeah, I don't know. He didn't seem like he sort of held back in that last game, but I did wonder as well whether he was going to be pressing so hard and so tenacious with the tackles and that sort of thing. But, yeah, proved me wrong in this game, and but... By not having Jesus, I'm happy to be uh, proved wrong when he does score as an Arsenal fan. So I'm not too fussed about that one. Um, and I put down the Emerson Royale red cards. That cost me, and I, I imagine it cost a lot of people as well. Um, I had Hugo Lloris and Emerson Royale in quite a few of my teams. Uh, I, I think he gets, a, he gets a hard time from Spurs fans. I, I listen to a lot of podcasts, and well, I know quite a few Spurs fans as well. And all of them were slate Emerson Royale all the time. And, and I didn't quite see it. He had quite good... Um, quite good points on Dream Team, but yeah, that was a pretty stupid challenge. I did think it was harsh, but yeah, red card, minus five points. And I got obviously the uh, minus two for Lloris as well, which was pretty bad. But yeah, it looked like Conte's plan is to set up quite tight. But when they went behind so early, it, it kind of did change the game. So um, I've put down that Martinelli and Ben White could be some quite cheap, effective options, um, especially with Ben White. Out. the way he was lining up as that sort of right back but as a centre back he wasn't really pushing on in the first couple of games but he is really getting into um, quite effective positions and yeah pushing forward and then giving that assist to Thomas Partey as well for the goal um, he definitely seems to be getting involved a lot higher up so he could be worth it it's quite cheap and Martinelli is it does take a striker option but he is still he's chipping in each week so he could be another option especially with someone like Salah um, who's still not providing. You could go to Kane, Haaland and Martinelli to save a bit of budget for elsewhere, maybe to get some City defenders in. Um, and then Harry Kane with his usual North London derby penalty goal. Um, that is a bonus of having Harry Kane in your dream team. He just doesn't really miss those penalties. But 
yeah, overall happy with that performance, but it didn't leave me set up very nice in my dream team. Um, yeah, we've, I had Larice, I had Emerson, and also had Saliba that who ended up getting, I think it was a minus one, um, because he got a yellow card as well. So, yeah, not a great game for a dream team for me. I think that left me on possibly minus seven, but happy with the result anyway as an Arsenal fan, so can't complain too much. Not much to say from the Bournemouth-Brentford game. It's not a game that many people are going to have um, many dream team assets in. Um, but I think David Rea, I see a few people with him as an option as like a cheaper keeper. Um, I think you had Rea, Sanchez, Martinez at the start of the season. So a few cheaper options. But he got a clean sheet in this game. Um, and then, yeah, it's, it might give you a bit of reassurance if you have got him or are looking to put one of their defenders in your team. They have got a good run of fixtures coming up, so to keep a clean sheet in this game is pretty good going to start off with. Um, but I have got Mbwemo in a couple of my teams as a cheap option. It's another blank for him and another blank for Ivan Tony as well. So not too great if you've got some of their attacking players, but it could be an option still if, if you're looking to get a cheaper defender in there um, for Brentford. I'm not really going to mention Bournemouth because I think Solanke is getting spoken about in FPL, but... From a dream team perspective, not many people are going to be putting Bournemouth assets in if they're doing well, at least. Um, Palace-Chelsea game. Yeah, it was a tight one. And again, still no clean sheet for Chelsea. Um, it caused a bit of a headache, really, because Cucurella, um, I had him in quite a lot of the teams and we found out quite close to, close to the game that he was going to be missing this one. Um, I also had Fofana in a few of mine. Um, <laughs> And so I was hoping to get a clean sheet because he is quite cheap in comparison to most of the other options, but still no clean sheet and typical for me. Um, Fafana was the only Chelsea player in the back four or even the goalkeeper. So um, you had Azpilicueta, um, sorry, not Azpilicueta, um, Kepa, sorry. Um, Kepa got a plus seven rating and the full Chelsea back line apart from Fafana, got a seven rating. So, yeah, I wasn't very, very impressed with that one. Um, and then star man for Thiago Silva. Um, great save in the, uh, in the first half and managed to not get sent off, which was quite funny. Um, and I put down that he's now tied um, with most star man ratings, um, tied with Haaland. And, yeah, it's pretty crazy one really but he's doing something right on who scored to get those ratings so yeah it could be worth it but he's still quite expensive if, if we could have got a Cucurella or a Fafana doing well that would have been ideal because they're, they're cheap options in that defence but yeah it hasn't, hasn't quite happened for me yet and majority of the Chelsea defenders um, I think I read that um, Cucurella had trained today I don't think he's going to make it for the Champions League game. It's more likely that he's going to be back for the next Premier League game. Um, so, yeah, and Sterling, uh, <laughs> I've got him in a few teams and he was quite a frustrating one as well. A 6.9 rating, so didn't quite get the 7. And he also hit the woodwork. So, yeah, not, not a good performance for the Chelsea assets that I own, at least. Um, Bamiang did get a goal, though. Um, I, I haven't seen many people with him. But he could be an option as people start to move off of Salah, potentially. Um, I did consider that Kepa could be a, a little bit of a gem to put in because he has played a couple of games. But then I just saw a tweet earlier that, that Mendy had returned to full training as well. So I imagine Kepa might 
either get this Champions League game and then it'll be until he makes mistakes that he gets replaced or Potter could just bring Mendy straight back in. So I'm not quite sure how that will pan out. But yeah, and from a Palace perspective, I'm not sure how many people have got the Palace players in their dream team. But just one thing to note that Zaha got another plus seven in this one. But yeah, I think um, we'll we'll keep tabs on Cucurella, but that gave us a bit of a headache last minute trying to trying to change my defences around. I think I ended up keeping him just just it didn't sound too serious. Um, I mean, he had a, apparently a throat infection, but yeah, should should be back next week. Fulham Newcastle game, um, yeah, not not very good for Mitrovic owners this one. So he got injured again. Um, people were monitoring the games in the international break, especially on FPL as well, because Mitrovic. I think he played the first game, then came off, and I think he had ice and strapping on his ankle. People thought he'd be out after that. Then he played the second game as well. And again, he come off. I think he came off injured in that one or, or was seen with strapping on his ankle again after that one. Um, and then, of course, he had to come off during this game. So that, that was pretty pretty bad for Mitrovic owners. Um, Almiron, he calls me a nightmare. Um, so I've got Harvey Elliott in uh, one of my teams. And I was trying to, trying to look at um, a replacement for him. But I was speaking to my brother because uh, we were both actually working at the weekend um, and Almiron was probably the only person that I, I could see as an asset to swap for Elliot. But it's, it's just a little bit of a, a little bit of a banter player. I think everyone takes, takes the mick out of him a little bit, but yeah, I joked that I might bring him in. I, I wasn't fully serious, but of course he then went on to get the brace. Um, got two goals and the star man award, so had to eat my words with that one. Um, and then you had Kieran Trippier again I've, I've put down because he's just constantly getting good ratings from who scored and it is just where I think it's where he's so involved in the in the free kicks corners and obviously he's putting a lot of crosses in the box for them so he got another good rating and that's a 7.8 he got from who scored for this one um, and Joe Willock as well got two assists it's, it's, I guess you have to take it with a pinch of salt because Fulham did get the uh, red card fairly early on, I believe. But um, yes, still Newcastle looked pretty good considering they still had um, St. Maximan and Isaac missing from this game. So still doing quite well. And I've just put down that it could be worth... I know we mostly want to look at European players in our teams with the Champions League and Europa League, etc. But... Kieran Trippier is the third highest defender now in the game, and Cher is the sixth highest defender, um, 2.8 and 3.9 million. So it could still be worth, I mean, with Chelsea not keeping clean sheets, Liverpool not keeping clean sheets, and probably City are looking the best, but there's a lot of rotation in that Arsenal team as well when, when it comes to the Europa League. So I still think Trippier or, or maybe Cher could be a good option in that one. So... Yeah, I'll keep tabs on if it was any sort of defend defences out of the, uh, the European sides. Newcastle could be the best to target at the moment. Moving on to the Liverpool game, which was mental, really. Um, so 3-3 against Brighton and God, they could have scored more goals than that in the first half, Brighton. But Liverpool done well to get back in it. But it's I put down Firmino's... Uh, 
it's a weird one, really. Two goals and 13 points in that game, but five goals, three assists so far this season. He's actually got the same amount of returns as Gabriel Jesus in terms of goals and assists. And he's in the top 10 for point scorers as well. So it's a strange one because any other player, you'd with those results, you'd want to put him in. But yeah, with with Liverpool, you just know that Firmino isn't the, isn't the main option. So I think you'd have to be brave to consider him with Darwin and... Jota and obviously Salah and Diaz as well. I think they're all clear of him, but it just goes to show that if you if you if you're brave enough to do it, you can get rewarded sometimes. Um, but yeah, moving on to Liverpool defence. Yeah, they're a shambles at the minute. Um, I've not got many Liverpool defenders in my team at the minute. Uh, I did look at putting Simakas in um, as a replacement when I saw that he'd be starting and I can't remember who it was, Cucurella, that I needed to take out. So there was a little price difference. So a lot of them I had to do in two moves if I was going to do it. But it was a pointless move anyway because, yeah, terrible from terrible from the Liverpool defence. I think they ended up bringing James Milner on instead as well. So, yeah, not great. And Salah, again, he's, he's returning. He's got, he's got two points in this game. But, yeah, it's just not... It's just not what we want from him, to be honest. And I, I think my patience has worn out now. Um, I think what I'll do going forward with Salah is I think I'll either look to move him back out for maybe Gabriel Jesus. And if I do move him out, I think I'll probably bring Diaz in just in case to cover his points because he does look like the most explosive going forward and the, has the most end product at the minute. But yeah, it's not good what's going on there. Um, I think Trent was unlucky not to return at the end. But... I'll put a note down with him and him and Reese James as well at the minute because we were so focused on having Trent, James or Robertson, any of these attacking fullbacks or wingbacks that get goals and assists as well. But without the uh, without the clean sheets, they just don't look worth it to be honest. Like even even James at the moment, if he's not if he's not getting the clean sheet points, if he gets the odd assist here and there, it's it's still not really doing it. So yeah, I'm gonna have to really consider whether whether or not I just take out all Liverpool assets for the time being or maybe just keep one to cover it um, and then just bring them back in when they perform because trying to predict when they're going to perform is a nightmare really like I thought this game Brighton should have been a good one for them and I think it's Rangers either tonight or tomorrow um, so yeah we're stuck with the players until after this European game against Rangers. So, but yeah, it's, if they don't get a, don't get a return in this Rangers game, it's gonna be it's gonna be a time up for a lot of them. Um, and I'll just put a note down because we were not really sure how Brighton were going to perform in this game um, under Deserby. But yeah, it's the same attacking, high pressure, slick passing, and Trossard hat trick. <laughs> he was everywhere in that game. It was brilliant. So. I still wouldn't consider him because he takes a, a striker spot, but 3.6 mil, if, if he was a midfielder or something on the game, I think I think you would consider bringing him in. But that's that brings him up to five goals, two assists. So, yeah, he's not far behind the likes of Gabriel Jesus or Firmino in this one. So, yeah, I, I don't think I'd consider him, but, yeah, I wouldn't be scared of Brighton assets because they are still looking good. So Southampton versus Everton finished 2-1 to Everton. Uh, Jordan Pickford was back in goal for them, and he got a seven rating. Um, along with most of the, I think it was most of the Everton defence actually. Considering they conceded, it was high ratings across the board for the Everton defence, and they do look quite solid now with the the addition of uh, Tarkowski and Cody. 
Um, I thought it's quite ironic now that Cody's doing really well um, under Everton after leaving Wolves, and yeah, Wolves have gone completely the other way. Um, I think the rumour was that uh, Cody got moved on because he, he couldn't really play in a four. I think the rumour was anyway under Bruno Large. Um, but yeah, it's quite funny to see. I think they had Ruben Neves playing in playing at centre back in a five um, in their game. So yeah, it's quite good to see uh, Cody doing well again. Um, but yeah, and the only other addition I put down really in this game was um, was Alex Awobi, who's got back to back assists now and back to back seven ratings as well. So at one point nine, he could actually be one of the other alternatives if you've got um, Harvey Elliott or you're just looking for one of those cheaper alternatives. Um, he seems to be doing fairly well now. So yeah, he's he's the only other one I'm I'm sort of looking at in that sort of price bracket if I really have to get there. But I don't really have anything to add for Southampton wise really underwhelming and apart from Ward Prowse I can't really think of any players that you'd really want to be putting in your team I think I had a look at their percentages and yeah I think barely any of them are even on 1% I think it was um, I think it was Ward Prowse and Walker Peters were the only two that had any sort of significant ownership and even that was really low um, so yeah not much to add from that game but yeah looking better at the defence for Everton but yeah that was it and yeah, back onto that Wolves game that I mentioned previously. It's uh, yeah, two two nil to West Ham against Wolves. Um, West Ham finally keeping a clean sheet. Yes, yeah, that was a frustrating game for me. Um, so I ended up flicking between my teams. As I said, I was working the weekend. And it was a bit of a nightmare trying to sort my teams out because there were so many last minute changes. Um, I ended up. I think I ended up with Cucurello on one of my teams, and I thought to myself that I'd, I'd put a West Ham player in. Um, and the first thought for me was, I think we mentioned it on the last the last episode, but really it was the people that were nailed, in my opinion, were Kufal, Zuma and Paqueta. Um, but from a defensive standpoint, I thought Kufal would be the most likely to play um, in the Prem and Europa League. So I'd sort of reversed the transfer for Cucurella. It, it took till the last minute of... Um, with that game finishing, I had to wait a little bit longer for it to be able to be unlocked. Where Cucurella hadn't played, you can go back and reverse the transfer. Um, so I went to put Kufau in and then, yeah, realised that I couldn't do that um, because he was on the bench. So I reversed it and I should have done Zuma. I'm kicking myself, I should have done Zuma. But I saw the Wolves' defensive line um, and, yeah, like I mentioned, it, it looked like it was a back five and I was listening to Talk Sport as well and they were saying that Ruben Neves was playing centre-back um, and that's quite ironic with uh, Cody being kicked out. I think they also had um, is it Otto or Johnny um, as the other centre-back. So it was really looking quite makeshift and then obviously Kilman was playing still. But yeah, it was looking quite dodgy at the back. So I thought this could be a game for the West Ham to get a couple goals. So I went for Paqueta in the end, the more uh, more glamorous pick. But yeah, he didn't, he got nothing, no returns from me. Um, I think he might have been a 6.8 or high sixes. But yeah, no points from Paqueta. So that backfired. You should always stick to your original plan if you can. But Kufal didn't come on in the end. So I, I had that to make me feel a little bit better. But yeah, Bowen, Bowen back with a with a goal and a 8.4 rating. Um, and it, he had four shots as well that game. So he's definitely hungry to get back in, in the mix scoring goals. So I'd definitely keep an eye on him going forward. I said to myself, I was, I was waiting for him to sort of get, if he could keep going down and 
maybe get under four, I thought he would have been a bit better value. But, of course, he started striking at 4.1, I think he was. So, yeah, definitely, I would look to get him in my team because he looked on it that game. Um, and then I, I took note that um, Cresswell come in, come in ahead of um, Emerson again, um, Palmieri. Uh, I did think that Emerson would have been a good option, but Cresswell does seem to be the first pick, and obviously with a clean sheet, I think he's going to be favoured. But yeah, I was listening to um, Dream Team Tonic again earlier, and uh, one of the guys there have got Palmieri, and yeah, he came on as a sub, so he got the clean sheet points in that one as well. So yeah, if you, if you have got these these fullbacks, it can be worth it still to get them on the pitch. They it doesn't take much to get the rating. But, yeah, it does still look like Cresswell was going to get the nod um, in the Premier League games, at least. Um, but yeah, I covered the backfire from Wolves. They're looking pretty terrible. And obviously, they've now sacked their manager. So, not sure who they'll get in. But I, 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 wouldn't, I wouldn't think it's going to be any of the, uh, the usual names we get. They usually, they've usually got a, a Portuguese guy planned in. And then I've just added that, um, yeah, Wolves, Wolves have really got nothing going forward at the minute. It doesn't look like... Um, I think it was Neto that went off injured as well. So they've got Diego Costa and they've got Podence, but Neto's now out. They're not looking good up front. Um, they might get a new manager bounce, but yeah, they're playing Chelsea next week. So um, I'm going to just stick with my Chelsea players and just hope that this could be the game that I get a few clean sheet points from the Chelsea defenders when they face Wolves. Uh, then the big scoring game, 6-3 um, to Man City against Man United. And you can only really talk about Haaland, uh, which feels harsh because Foden still chipped in and got himself a hat-trick as well. But yeah, Haaland, 32 points, hat-trick, two assists. I think that's his third hat-trick of the season as well. He's up to 153 points uh, so far this season on Dream Team. And I've just put down there that, well, last season... Um, I went on FF Stuff uh, website for this as well, just so you can have a look yourselves. But yeah, in around 50 games last season, you had Salah on 334, Trent on 298, and Kane on 291. Um, Haaland's on <laughs> not far off half those points already in 10 games. So if he just carries on 153 points in 10 games, he should easily be able to get 765 points if he plays the full 50, so that's got to be some sort of record set from him. Um, yeah, Phil Foden, yeah, I put down, obviously, he got the hat-trick as well, and he's looking pretty now, to be fair, in that Man City team, so very good option if you can get him in. Um, a double assist from De Bruyne, who I've got in pretty much all of my teams, so I was happy with that one. Um, and Bernardo, uh, Bernardo sorry, and Sergio Gomez got assists in that game. Um, and, yeah, Gomez is going to be... Uh, Good option, hopefully, going forward. Um, I've been done again. I feel like this is a bit going against me at the minute. Uh, Kyle Walker, I mentioned in the last the last uh, episode, had Kyle Walker for a bit, quite a big period, and then he got injured. But it didn't seem like a terrible injury, so I did just keep with him because I thought long-term, I'm going to want him back in the team. And he's one of the cheaper options and now options to get in. But, yeah, I kept, I kept with him um, for a few weeks when he was injured thinking there's no point taking him out to bring him back in. He played for England. I kept him in and he went off after about 40 minutes injured. So now I definitely am going to have to get rid of him. Um, but I probably lost out on a few points there. Um, but yeah, Gomez is probably looking like a good option if Cancelo is going to move to right back. You've got Gomez. Um, I 
think you've got Ake could potentially play there. Uh, I even saw a tweet on Twitter that Pep said that Foden can play at left back, but I'll, uh, I'll believe that when I see that one. Um, and then, yeah, I've, I'll put down another note that City now have got four of the top five point scorers, which is Haaland, Foden, De Bruyne and Cancelo. Um, I noted though that Cancelo's at 21% owned and Foden's at 15% owned, which is quite low really um, considering, but I imagine they're low because most people have got Haaland and De Bruyne for example, so it's not very likely that you're going to be able to fit all of those, but there's a way you can get Haaland, KDB, Cancelo and Foden in. I'd be interested to see it, but I think it's going gonna, it's gonna to make too many areas of your team weak, but yeah, if you can fit three of those, I think I think you'll be laughing, especially after the World Cup when we get the wild card. Um, not much really to note from United. I did say that I thought that United could grab a goal in this game. I, did, I didn't think they'd grab three, but um, I saw the Anthony finish and that was a really good, a really good goal. And yeah, if he carries on taking those long shots and getting quite a few shots away, um, I would still consider him, I think. Um, Obviously, the City game is a free game. No one's going to want to play them. But, yeah, I'd still stick away from that Man United defence, though, because they're just still not looking great at all. Right, on to my team updates. This is my top team at the minute. Um, It's on 427 points, which is 100k overall. So still wasn't a good weekend for me. Um, Look at the state of that defence. So Hugo Lloris, uh, minus two. Saliba, a minus one, because he got the yellow card. Walker, a minus two, and off injured, so that's awful as well. Fofana did get a start, but he just didn't didn't get any points, really. Um, as I said, he was the only one to not to not get a rating out of that Chelsea back, what, back five, if you count the keeper. And Emerson Royale's giving me, giving me grief at the back now, so... Hopefully he might get still get this uh, Champions League game tonight. I think that is. So, yeah, if he's not being punished too much by Conte, he might still get another go in this this game to get me a few points before, I, before I've been him. But, yeah, terrible, terrible showing from the back line. De Bruyne, as I said, happy with the two assists. God, Elliot. Uh, I thought I'd stick with him for one more for this game week. And, uh, yeah, didn't start. It was quite a weird lineup as well from... From Liverpool, I thought um, Carvalho was back in. Um, yeah, and it's quite a defensive midfield, but obviously it didn't didn't help. I think it was Henderson, Thiago, and Fabinho, but you know it didn't help. They still shipped free, and then he just came on at the end to to get the no points for me. So that was great. Um, Raheem Sterling, I'm st- I'm still pretty happy with him to be fair. Like six point nine rating and hitting the post or. It said the woodwork. I didn't actually watch the game on that one. I can't remember which it was, but yeah, I still think he's going to be a good hold going forward. Came with the penalty. Salah, I'm going to want to look to get him out. Hopefully he can do something against Rangers. And Haaland, everyone has to have. So yeah, it's a tough one. I've got one one transfer remaining in this one. Um, I did have Cucurella in this one and I bought Fafana in for him. Um, so that didn't turn out too great, but it wasn't a great a great weekend for defences all round to be honest so yeah I'll I'll see it through and uh, we'll see how we go with that last transfer it might be used on either Elliot or Salah but yeah I'll be looking to build towards um, the next the next lot of transfers now to get my team ready for the rest of October 
But yeah, I do really want to improve on that 100k overall. Then just finishing up with a update on my mini league side. So this has got 41 points so far um, this game week, and then a total of 423. Um, that's an overall of 111k roughly. So yeah, not good overall, um, but no surprise. I've got a similar defence to the the team um, previously as well. So got the red card for Emerson Royale, um, minus two for Larice, Saliba with the minus one, and Fafana with no points from this one. So a bad showing overall in defence, but hopefully we can get some points in this midweek game. Um, again, yeah, Spurs hopefully can get a, a clean sheet against Frankfurt, I think it is. Um, I'm not 100% sure whether I think Saliba will play. It's either him or Gabriel should start with holding, so we'll see on that one. Um, and then for Fana as well, there's quite a lot of options in that Chelsea backline, so we'll wait and see if he starts. But hopefully, he can start scoring some points because had a bad, bad time with Fana so far. Um, and then I'll, I'll move on to Paqueta as well. So he was the one that I bought in for Cucurella. Um, regretting that so far, but hopefully, he can get something against Anderlecht. With West Ham scoring some goals in that last game, so hopefully, he can get involved in some of the more of their attacking play. Um, and Buemo, yeah, I'm, I'm in a bit of a tough place with him as well because Brentford have got some good fixtures, but yeah, not not too good in the last few. I don't think he's returned in the last two at least um, for Brentford, but the fixtures are quite good, so I might stick with him. Um, and then you've got Gundogan, um, got three points. Uh, I think he hit the post as well or had a close free kick. So yeah, I think I'll stick with him for now, but. He might be one that I look to move on and, and try to either get um, maybe Foden in there or when I move Salah on, I will have a bit more budget to play with. So I'll either, I'll either upgrade Gundogan possibly or I might just do Salah for straight swap for Cancelo maybe. So I'll wait and see on Gundogan, but I'm not in any rush to get him out in a minute. Um, De Bruyne, again, I'm just going to keep him in probably all season unless he's injured because yeah, him and Haaland are just linking up so well. Haaland again, obviously, with the 32 points and Kane with the, the penalty goal against Arsenal. So, yeah, sort of forward forward lines looking OK, apart from Salah. Um, I just want to try and get some more City players in there, I think. I think, yeah, like I said, Salah to Cancelo is probably the best best option at the minute. But, yeah, strengthening that defence and then probably moving Salah on, I think, is going to be the, the big call coming up. But, yeah. That wraps up episode two of the Dream Team Professor podcast. So thank you for listening. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, if you could like and subscribe, I'd appreciate that. Um, the next episode, I'm hoping to follow up end of this week. Um, then I can recap the European fixtures that have taken place and then just give you a bit of a heads up on how I'm thinking of using my uh, transfers for October and how I'll be setting up for game week nine. So yeah, thanks, thanks for listening and I'll see you on the next one. Sports Social Podcast Network.